Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary, part two of the episode today. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we are covering the Western Conference and, of course, NBA Finals previews on this podcast today. Um, if you're listening in podcast form, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. If you're watching, subscribe to the channel and like the video. Uh, you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show Diary at yahoo.com. Also, find us on Facebook. All right, the Eastern Conference preview already done, already uh, out in podcast form. Now it is time to look out west. It is our Western Conference preview as we wrap up the NBA previews today here on Couch Potato Diary. All right, let's go. We're going to go division by division here, and we will start with the Denver Nuggets in the Northwest. Uh, The win total sits at 53 and a half. I I just... This team is so good. Uh, The the starting five is the best in the league with Murray, KCP, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Nikola Jokic. Coming off the bench, Christian Brown coming off of a really, really good finals. Um, Reggie Jackson as well. There isn't as much depth. They can fill that in as the season goes along, and it also doesn't totally matter. This is such a skilled basketball team that I, uh, especially like with Jokic, who is probably going to win another MVP this year, I... I can't do anything but go over 53 and a half. There's not a lot of an, uh, analysis here. This is a really, really good basketball team. Defensively, Jokic is not maybe the best, but the rest of the guys behind him are good enough. And now Murray, with a regular offseason not rehabbing, I think can find another level to his game. So I, I think this is going to be a Denver Nuggets team that really does light the world on fire. Um, I'm going to go over 53 and a half for the Nuggets. Up next, the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, a team that is quite fascinating to me. They go out and acquire Mike Connolly last year. Um, a starting five of Connolly, Edwards, McDaniels, Towns, and uh, Rudy Gobert. It's actually pretty solid. Um, Towns got hurt, so they had some issues with the, uh, the the two center thing a season ago, but then they add Nas Reed in the offseason. Kyle Anderson's still there. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is there. Shake Milton. This is just a, a deep, strong team, and I think Anthony Edwards has the ability to take a step forward this year as well. So I'm going to say over 44 and a half for Oklahoma, or sorry, for Minnesota. Um, spoiler alert, I'm also going to say over 44 and a half for the Oklahoma City Thunder. That is their total. You have Shake just Alexander coming off of the run of a lifetime at the World Cup coming off of a, a great season a year ago. Uh, Jalen Williams, the the power forward of Jalen Williams, is, uh, I think, going to, to reach levels of superstardom this year. I like Josh Giddy, um, And then Dort and Poku are, are fine kind of role players on the, this starting group. I, I think they'll be able to add a little bit more depth as the season goes along as well. Um, this is just, this is entirely a bet on Shagula just Alexander taking another step forward. I'm going to say OKC gets over 44 and a half. The last two here, Portland and Utah, are both going to be unders. Portland is under 28 and a half. Um, DeAndre Ayton, I think, is going to be fascinating on this Portland team this season. With um, Scoot Henderson there, they just kind of have to figure out where everyone fits. I think there's going to be a couple of trades off of this roster still uh, with Brogdon and with Rob Williams. So I, I don't... I, I just think because the rest of the West is so good, this is going to be a team that just gets 
pummeled this season. And for Utah, it was great what they did a season ago, but I think it comes back down to earth this year. I think there is a little bit more selling off that gets done on this Utah Jazz team this season. Uh, so I think Utah goes under, well under probably 35 and a half. Um, in the Pacific, oh, sorry, to, to rank them in the Northwest, it will be uh, Denver, then Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Utah, and Portland. In the Pacific Division, the Golden State Warriors. I'm going over 47 and a half. I, I think that this rule that you can't sit more than one all-star, I, I believe it is, um, I think is actually going to help them take this regular season a bit more seriously. Um, I, I think there is going to be a bit of an FU because a lot of people are saying that this team is kind of over and done with now. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do starting, I, I think, the or starting and closing. I think the big issue is going to be, because closing, you probably actually have it mapped out. It's going to be Curry, Paul, uh, Clay Thompson, um, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green is probably going to be what, what it is. And then you have Clay having to, def or sorry, it's going to be Steph Curry, um, Chris Paul, Clay. Yeah, no, I had it right the first time. Um, and so you're going to have Clay guarding, I think, a bit above his weight class. And I, I think that's going to be a bit of a problem um, that teams will be able to exploit in the regular in the postseason. I, I just don't know how much it's going to be exploited on a night and night out basis. So I actually think Golden State goes over. Um, oh, and actually, as I'm recording this, Giannis Antetokounmpo has signed a three-year extension with the Bucks worth $186 million. So an AAV of $62 million a season. Not bad, uh, but when you have the best or second best player in the world, you you lock that player up. So uh, the analysis is the Bucks have uh, a star player and they're keeping him, and that's good. Um, okay, back to, to Golden State. I, I think they go over 47.5. I think there's a bit of FU to their game this year. I think Golden State comes up with a big season. The LA Lakers, I have them at 47.5. Quick water break. Sorry if you all heard that. Um, yeah, Lakers at 47.5. Some smart moves this offseason. Um, and now you, you look at a starting five. The, the smart moves really start last year by the trade deadline with the Russ move. Um, that they, they kind of rounded this team into exactly what it was supposed to look like around LeBron. And now you have a pretty deep team with the starting lineup of D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, LeBron, uh, LeBron James, Jared Vanderbilt, and Anthony Davis with Gabe Vincent, Torian Prince, Rui Hachimura, Christian Wood all coming off of the bench. This is... A sneaky, deep, good team with high-end talent. Health is obviously going to be a main driver, but even if, um, like, if LeBron gets hurt, they're kind of hooped. And if AD is also hurt at the same time, they're super hooped. But I think they have enough to be able to sustain a couple of bumps and bruises along the way. Um, so I'm going Lakers over 40, uh, what was it, 46, sorry, 47 and a half. I'm going under on the Clippers at 46 and a half. To bank on the health of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard all season long is a fool's errand. Um, I, I think the longer Russell Westbrook sticks on a team, the more it seems to, to wear out the welcome. And it sounds like maybe James Harden is going to be going there. I do not high, have high opinions of that either. It just feels like it's going to be a gigantic circus around everything with the Clippers this year. So I have LAC under 46 and a half, and you'll find out where that lands them when we do the playoffs here in a few minutes. Uh, Phoenix at 51 and a half. They have Beal, they have Booker, and they have Kevin Durant. Those three are going to win you a lot of games. And I, I said at the time, I, I liked their involvement in the trade. 
um, where they, they ship out Aiton. They actually add a bit of depth um, to, to what they already had with Eric Gordon. They, they had a couple of extra pieces along the way. But now, just writing out the, the starting lineup, seeing Nurkic in there and what's going to be re- relied upon for him, um, it, it just it feels like there's a lot of guys who are going to be relied upon more than they need to. Um, and I, I think this is going to be a team that focuses more on the postseason. So I think this is actually an under for Phoenix at 51 and a half. Sacramento, their total is at 44 and a half. Love the starting unit with uh, De'Aaron Fox, Kevin Huerter, uh, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, and DeMontis Sabonis. Their bench with, with Kessler Edwards, uh, Malik Monk, and Davion Mitchell. This is, again, a team that, I mean, they're not going to surprise anyone this year. That's for sure. But I I think that this is a deep enough team that will have gained from that valuable playoff experience a year ago. I think this is going to be a team that's going to go out there and make a bit of noise again this year. So I'm going to say Sacramento goes over the total at 44.5. So it goes for me the Lakers-Golden State. um, And then I have Phoenix-Sacramento with the Clippers coming in last. In the division. Um, and into the Southwest we go. First, it is the Dallas Mavericks. Their win tolls at 43.5. I had to go over. I just can't imagine a Luka Doncic team goes under that total. Like, it, it, it is just, it is beyond me to think of that as a possibility in this world. So I'm going to go under that. Even though the rest of this team, aside from Luka and Kyrie is kind of not great. Um, Seth Curry's an interesting piece uh, around these two guys. Um, Grant Williams, I, I think, is a bit of an overpay. Like, this is just, this is not a well-built team. But Luca, I'm hoping this is the year that is his MVP year, and he just comes out and reminds everyone um, who, who who the F.I. is. Um, Houston, up next. Their total is a 31.5. I went under on this. I, I think this is going to be a year of figuring out how everything works. Like, I think Houston's going actually in the right direction. But again, so many good teams in this Western Conference this year. And they're, they're going to, I think they're going to get off to a slow start, figuring out where everyone is getting their touches from um, and figuring out a, a new coaching system. They strike me as a team that goes on a bit of a run in like March to be like, okay, this is the foundation they've built going into next year. They're going to ruin some playoff dreams for teams. But I, I think it's going to be after a, a rough stretch of losing, I'm going to go under 31 and a half for Houston. Memphis, uh, the first 25 games of the year, they are going to be without uh, the services of John Morant. And for 82 games this year, they're going to be without the services of Steven Adams. He goes out with surgery. Um, I actually had this penciled in as an over, but forgot to update. I, I did uh, a lot of this over the weekend, or sorry, before the weekend um, to record today. Forgot to... to cancel that. It's funny, they don't move up or down in the standings at all, but I'm going to go under 45 and a half for Memphis on this one. I just think that they can play 500 basketball in Jaws' absence, but no Steven Adams is a really, really big hit for this team. Um, so I'm going to go under 45 and a half for Memphis. Over 44 and a half for the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I, I, even without Zion, this is, I think, a strong team. Brandon Ingram taking steps forward and, and all of that. I, I like this group quite a bit. I I hope we get a full season of Zion, and if we do, this could actually be kind of a special season out in New Orleans. Uh, San Antonio, they have Victor Wembanyama. They don't have a lot else. Um, I don't know if we're going to get a full 82 from Victor either, and that, mean, that would mean they're going to have to go on quite the run in the games that Victor plays. So I I just don't see it this year with San Antonio. I am going, excuse me, under 
29 and a half on the San Antonio Spurs. So in the Southwest, I have New Orleans winning the division, followed by um, followed by Dallas, Memphis, uh, then Houston and San Antonio. So the standings: Denver will be first, the Lakers second, Oklahoma City third, Golden State fourth, Phoenix fifth, New Orleans falls into that sixth spot. Um, in the seven seed, I have Sacramento. In the eight seed, I have Minnesota. Nine and ten, Memphis and Dallas, which means the Clippers are missing the playoffs this year in my predictions, uh, followed by Houston, Utah, San Antonio, and Portland. So we go over to the playoff bracket. Um, in the play-in, I have Sacramento beating um, Minnesota to advance um, out of these or into the seventh seed. Sorry. Um, and then I have Dallas beating Memphis in the play-in um, to get into that 8-9 game or whatever. And then I have Dallas beating Minnesota to advance into the postseason. Um, and so with that, I have Denver against Dallas, Denver. Uh, the Lakers against the Sacramento Kings. I have the Lakers winning that one. Oklahoma City taking on New Orleans. A really, really fun matchup. Thought I would go uh, a little off the board there, but instead I am sticking OKC. And then Golden State against Phoenix, which is a baller of a first-round series. I am going to go Golden State in that one. Setting up Denver against the Warriors in the first round, uh, or sorry, in the second round. I'm going Denver to win that. Lakers against OKC. I have the Thunder winning and going to the Western Conference Final, where uh, they end up getting the hell beat out of them by the Denver Nuggets, who go on to face the Milwaukee Bucks and repeat as NBA champions. That is my prediction uh, that the Denver Nuggets go on to repeat. I just, like I said, they have the best player in the league. I think they have the best starting five in the league and they have enough depth behind them. And I think Jokic might be entering that territory where I just want to go play with that guy and rehab my career if I'm a buyout dude. So I, I think this Denver Nuggets team will repeat as NBA champions. Uh, they are my pick over the Milwaukee Bucks. So, uh, that is going to do it for the NBA previews this year. Thank you all so much for following along. You can find a bunch of them up on YouTube right now. Uh, you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show, CouchPotatoDiary, at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Um, tomorrow is going to be a lot of covering what happened in the NFL. Uh, Major League Baseball playoffs, we could know the World Series by the time... Uh, the time you're listening to this uh but by the time tomorrow's show rolls around plus we'll get into waiver wire um fantasy football the bad the, the stupid good fantasy football team and those sorts of things plus i have a rant on the saskatchewan rough riders after an abysmal season comes to a conclusion so that is uh the show that's what's coming up later this week i will talk to you all later